Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed to higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up five and a half at 5.58 and three quarters. November soybeans up 16 cents at 13.52 and three quarters. September Chicago wheat down five at 7.22. September Kansas City wheat down one and three quarters at 7.12 and a half. September spring wheat is up a quarter cent at 9.15 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Guys, check out some of those podcast apps again, as other than Apple. Apple has been extremely slow to uh, post these episodes. They're posted almost immediately uh, right after I do this this broadcast here in the morning on just about every other app except for Apple. So if, if, if you're getting this stuff really late, uh, check out a different podcast app. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, make sure you like these videos, help YouTube to uh, help me by spreading this stuff out, uh, showing it to more people. That would be much appreciated. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Mark, plan in the upper right hand corner. I've got a subscription service that I offer uh, for $49 a month. It includes a whole bunch of information from me on a daily basis, uh, uh, grain marketing recommendations via my email, every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, uh, weather maps, charts, graphs. um, There's a subscriber only videos. And in these videos, I really get into detail in regard to uh, marketing strategies, um, all sorts of stuff from cash sales to capture and carry. I uh, did one yesterday regarding uh, carry in the new crop soybean market, which is kind of a new thing that we haven't seen uh, in recent weeks and months. So if you're looking for some more detailed info, uh, certainly check that out. To uh, get into some of the headlines this morning, the Brazilian government had its crop production report out yesterday. CONAB is, is basically Brazil's USDA. Uh, as expected, they reduced their projection for the country's corn crop. They went down to 86.7 million metric tons from 93.8 in July. The second corn crop, 60.3, down from 66.9 in July. Uh, This was largely expected. Most of the private estimates have been in the mid-80s in regard to the the corn crop in total. It was really only a matter of time, in my opinion, um, until the Brazilian government revised that estimate lower. You can look for the USDA to do something very similar tomorrow morning in its report. Uh, The Brazilian corn crop, of course, uh, they dealt with uh, drought throughout the season and then had a late season frost. So really a a disaster of a crop down there. Corn exports uh, were dropped. The projection for Brazilian corn exports dropped to 23.5 million metric tons. That was down, I think, 6 million on the month. USDA's got that number at, I believe, 28 on its balance sheet. So if that export number is really going to come down by another, say, 4 million metric tons on USDA balance sheet, uh, that demand has to go somewhere. And in all likelihood, it comes to the U.S. Now, does does the U.S. DA reflect that in its report tomorrow? Is that something we see down the road? That's a big question. Uh, Brazil exported 35.2 million metric tons of corn last year, according to USDA. So we're going to be below that by 11, 12 million uh, metric tons, which is a big deal. Uh, they just made a uh, very small adjustment to the Brazilian soybean crop. They went up to 135.978, uh, just a marginal increase on the uh, month. That's a record crop. It exceeds last year's record by more than 6%. The Plains and Western Corn Belt will be mostly dry over the next seven days. The rains that you will see, as has been the case for a while, 
will be confined to central and eastern areas of the Corn Belt. So you look again at that stretch of the plains from North Dakota all the way south through Texas, and there's really not much at all to speak of in terms of rain over the next seven days. Now things get a little bit more interesting here when you get out to the six to 10 day period, uh, still above normal in regard to temperatures, but we've got some rain coming back in for the Northern Plains, North Dakota, South Dakota, and even down into Nebraska. And then normal rainfall expected um, for Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. You go out to the eight to 14 and, and more of the same. We're still warm, but uh, more rains for the plains. Here's a map of just North Dakota and South Dakota. This is the GFS out through uh, the 20th of August, so the next nine days. And some of these areas, according to the GFS in North Dakota, you know, expected to see more than two inches of rain in the central part of the state. Uh, the Euro model, I, I don't have the Euro model map, but it's it's not as wet uh, for these areas. So a little bit of conflict there, but uh, those rains in, in the uh, Northern Plains in particular would certainly be welcome if they developed. I know it's probably too little too late for a lot of uh, the crops up there, but uh, still a, a positive for, for people in those areas nevertheless. USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASDE report tomorrow morning. Uh, traders will, of course, watch the U.S. corn and soybean yield numbers very closely. Those estimates will be compiled using satellite imagery and farmer surveys. Crop ratings are not part of the yield calculations this month. Traders will also be on the lookout for changes to, you know, a number of other things. Uh, the spring wheat crop, Canadian crops, uh, old crop export demand, Brazilian production, other items. Um, uh, that report is out at 11 o'clock Central Time tomorrow morning. The U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure bill yesterday with bipartisan approval. Uh, the bill is going to face a lengthy uh, fight in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi said that they will not vote on the bill unless the Senate passes a separate $3.5 trillion social policy bill this fall. This sort of tactic will put the infrastructure bill on ice essentially for weeks, if not months. This proposed social policy bill, which is three and a half trillion dollars is what they want, is is much more of a partisan affair. Uh, the votes will fall along party lines with this deal. So uh, this infrastructure bill is not a done deal uh, by any stretch. USDA did report some flash sales yesterday. We sold 183,000 metric tons of corn to Mexico, most of it for a new crop delivery, a little bit for 2223. U.S. exporters also sold 130,000 metric tons of new crop soybeans to China, and I think it was 132, in addition to another 130,000 to an unknown destination. Uh, as of last week, new crop corn export sales in total are running 60% ahead of last year's pace. It's a record pace of new crop corn sales, um, so that is fantastic. In regard to new crop soybean sales, we're running 30% behind last year's pace, so we really need to see these export sales in regard to beans um uh, in order to sustain the demand base here. Friday is uh, last trading day for August soybean futures. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions that you have there. Cattle market uh, was able to finish the day with some marginal gains yesterday. Feeder cattle more of a mixed affair. Some light cash trade in the uh, Western Corn Belt, 124 to 125 yesterday. Box beef market up again. Choice boxes back above 300, uh, up 552 at 305.32 yesterday. That market's been very, very strong. In the outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars marginally higher. Stock market's mixed. The bonds are down a little bit. Precious metals up a little bit. Crude oil is down 75 cents in the September WTI at 67.59. Everybody have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.